Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever it is, wherever you are listening to. JT here for the SC Report for Round 18. Uh, here with, I'm not on my own anymore, Lakey. How are you, champion? I'm back. How are you doing, guys? Oh, mate, it was a, it was a tough week. Uh, yet again, another solo pod. Wenon's gone, his season's cast. Um, I missed you last week, buddy. Why? What's happening? Oh, I'm just a, just a loving kind of guy. I'm all about love. I'm fresh off of Benny G's wedding up at um Mulaney on Sunday night uh, it was a, a pretty pretty big affair but uh, I think I've finally sort of recovered actually out in the middle of um western Queensland sunny western Queensland in Dolby so uh speaking of dodgy internet I'm surprised you can hear me <laughs> they must have the goats on the on the track getting their daughter stirred up mate so you should be good <laughs> for the next hour or so <laughs> Uh, we shall see. But, yeah, we're doing it early today. Um, you've got uh, fatherly duties. I've got to go uh, to the pub after this, um, try out steak night here in Dolby. So, um, no, a busy sort of affair. But, um, anyway, how would your, your super coach weekend go? I had the best weekend of my season, which is just a sad state of affairs for my team. I scored near 1,400. I jumped up a couple of K in the rankings. So I finally managed to crack that 30K barrier Ooh. yeah so i know it's big happy days i popped a bottle, popped a bottle and uh, celebrated well into the night on sunday so yeah oh mate is that uh could that be how you've uh you've picked up an injury over the weekend i hear i have i have i uh spent sunday afternoon in agony i broke a finger which was fun um but yeah no it's coming good it's coming good any uh, relation to your uh, Saturday night, solo Saturday night, post a big night's win, hand injury? Is there any, uh, I, th- I think the Kalen Ponga highlights video are getting a um, pretty vigorous repeating in the Lake household. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, mate. I uploaded it onto uh, Red Tube and I went to town. I said I went a bit vigorously on the, on the night's highlights. Oh, what a start. Here we are. Well, I mean, I had a big um, Sunday night. It was just that the last time I was out at Dolby, I managed to uh, turn up to the client here fresh off a of black ice. I'd never met him before. Um, this time last year, I had a school reunion and, uh, yeah, picked up a picked up an injury uh, related, probably alcohol related. So, but, not, um, yeah. not a bulldog type school reunion. This is... <laughs> no, no, no. Not uh, not any of that funny business. Just yeah. Old, uh, yeah, sorry, when you said school reunion and picked up, I had flashbacks to preseason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that doesn't seem... That's a world away, mate. Um, no, it was all good. I had a, you know, quite a few uh, drinks at um, Benny G's celebration there. It was a um, fantastic Sunday night, um, just a long time coming. It was, it was just brought a tear to your eye. 
Um, seeing the end result there, it had been a long time coming, as we said. Um, yeah, love was in the air well and truly. Uh, All jokes aside, um, the two of them, Benny and Kate, they, uh, for those that don't know, uh, planning to get married earlier in the year and COVID absolutely bombarded their plans. Um, so, yes, just managed to do it over the weekend and, and good congratulations to the both of them. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the wedding. I was talking about the Golden Point win for the Cowboys. First in 10 <laughs> weeks. Yeehaw, long time coming. My God, the relief uh, to see them finally walk down the Val Holmes, kick the uh, the winning field goal. What a combination. What a night. Anyway, it's been four minutes. We've crapped on. We haven't even talked super coach. Round 18, we've got, uh, what is it, three rounds to go. Max of six trades. Second week of head-to-head finals. Hopefully, you've stuck around long enough uh, to see this back end of the year out. But, um, mate, Carnage, your boy, speaking of Kalen Ponga, uh, he is basically top of the news so far this week. He's been rested. What an absolute sook, right? What's going on there? I had his face rearranged in the weekend's game on Friday night. Uh, still managed to get over the stripe three times. But, yeah, he's um, Adam O'Brien's come out with a bit of uh, lip, I guess, at the referees. Nothing too... Uh, aggressive, but just saying that he thinks Kalen Pong is getting unfairly targeted and whatnot. But now the Knights have sort of locked up a final spot, so it's the time to rest a few of the boys, apparently. Well, Mitch Barnett bought him in two weeks ago and barely used him. Didn't use him last week. He went pretty well. The week before, he went horribly. So uh, now he sits out. So what a buy. Yeah, one of the buys of the season. It's just uh, it's 2020, isn't it? <laughs> Could have been a lot worse anyway, but he is absolutely the headline. So, of course, we'll talk a little bit about him uh, and possible trade-out options if you're looking to – well, I guess it's it's crunch time, so it's a lot of cash to sit on your sideline. Um, was looking at um, a few options there. We've had one ruled out uh, with Teamless Tuesday dropping just before the pod. Uh, so we'll go into Ponga trade-outs. I thought we'd also go through your captaincy. You're, you're the expert on this this business Um the, the captaincy caper is is just your domain, so I've got you on here. That's one of the toughest decisions of the week, um, so we'll talk a bit about captaincy options for the coming week, and then, of course, go through the game-by-game, game, uh, pick out a couple of our booms and busts and any uh, major team shuffling around there. So, mate, let's uh, let's get straight into it. Lakey's captains. So this is the segment I've given you here, um, basically just because I couldn't do the analysis myself and I wanted to call the expert in. Um, straight off the top, who are you looking at this week? Big week, uh, huge call to be made. It is a big week. Um, and the captain's article starting to become a bit of a do as I say, not as I do type affair. Um, last week recommended DCE and he had an absolute blinder, uh, pumped out 114. And I like him again this week. He's on the right side predominantly and he's coming up against the Bulldogs who of the last five weeks to right halves, have allowed 38, 95, 161, and then this past weekend to Jamal Fogarty, who scored a 72. So they're still giving up big points down that right-hand side. The um, the the wingers and outside men at the, um, at the Eagles are nothing to write home about, except Morgan Harper looks a likely type. So if TC can keep giving him some early ball, he could be in for another... Big game. So he's one I'm very seriously liking this weekend. Uh, well, there's only room for one super coach god in, in this game. There's only one super coach god, Morgan. I don't know who this half a bloke coming in is, but he's not he's no real Morgo. Mate, you boys got a win on the weekend. Who needs Michael Morgan, right? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I need him back. 
Uh, he might be back for the grand final. You never know. Yeah, um, exactly. Teddy, mate, what are you? What are your thoughts Teddy, on him? Obviously, right. massive. Yeah, he uh, was going to be my my next choice. Um, you look at the Knights' back line: Tex Hoyt, Edric Lee, Tuala, Shibasaki, Toa, Lino, and Pierce. That's just screaming points for the opposition and for Teddy to carve us up. So, unfortunately, so it might be uh, another big Saturday night for me, but for opposite reasons. Opposite reasons. Yeah, I'll get on the drink to just drown that one out. Yeah, nice, mate. It'll uh, definitely help the finger feel a little bit better there. But, um, yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting one because we've got um, obviously a lot of uh, big names in the Storm side. They're coming up against my boys on on Sunday afternoon. Um, What do you reckon about a guy like Cameron Smith over maybe if you're VC Teddy, if you've got uh, no real AE nightmares on the bench and see either Smith or, or a Munster? Do you mind that? I don't at all. I like Munster more than I like Smith at the moment. Um, not to say Smith will be bad, but he's just been a bit off lately. Um, in real world, he's still doing what he does. He's driving the team around the park. But um, I just brought up the stats for Billy Smith, which is not going to help. Um, but the last couple games, um, 61 for Smith uh, last week, round 16 of 49. So he's just not been as dominant as uh, we're used to seeing. And maybe that's just skating into the finals, making sure he's got the run on the legs, but without overdoing it. Maybe it's the opposition. They had a tough game against South, but again, the week before was Manly. So I don't know. He just seems a little bit down for whatever reason. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't copped a lot of injuries in his career, so it might just be that shoulder um, just easing his sort of workload in the, the back end of the year, primed for another big run. Uh, Captain Risky is one that you throw in your article each week. Um, is there anyone that you've got high in mind there, uh, boom or bust, basically, rocks or diamonds? Anyone, um, if you're looking to get a last-minute um, point surge that you'd be going? Well, how good have fullbacks gone against the Broncos this year, mate? How good has everyone gone against the Broncos? Well, Except the Cowboys. But we're there's good. that. But uh, AJ Brimson, who's been on a tear of his own, gets to come up against the Broncos this week. Um, so he's got one that could win a few matchups, I think. Um, not super highly owned, but um, again, he's on a tear. And yeah, he could absolutely win you a matchup. Um, otherwise, Sean Johnson returns against his former club, so a bit of a revenge game for him. Uh, the Warriors are playing really well at the moment, but if uh, SJ's missed a couple games and he's coming up against the team that's basically said, we don't want you anymore, you're past it. So if there's any extra incentive, or and it, and it has a lot of um, top eight ramifications, this one, Sharks sitting in eighth and the Warriors really pushing hard to get to that spot. So, yeah, that could be a big game for him. Yeah, I like it. The only concern I'd have with SJ and an immediate trade back in would be just that, um, is it, firstly, is his groin okay? And then it, was it his calf or, or hamstring? I can't remember. He, he tweaked something. So he's, um, in, in the wars a little bit. But I mean, I like the, the play there. As you said, it is captain risky for a reason. Mate, but, you, um, you talk about my hand injury after the Knights game. Sean Johnson just had a baby and he had a groin injury after that. So you can read into that what you will. Oh, high-class affair leading into the back half of our uh, back end of Supercoach, mate. Love it. Um, any avoids, any absolute uh, just don't bother um, popular player that you'd just be steering away from that you might reckon have a have a down week? Yeah, I don't know. Um, without looking too deeply into it at the moment. Uh, no. Bateman, maybe? Bateman, yeah. Against the Dragons, though, I mean, they've not been performing yeah. very well. Dra- um 
but neither is Bateman. So it could go either way on that one. Um, Jack Whiten, for whatever reason, George Williams loves his outside man at Bateman. But I don't know. Did you watch the Canberra game on the other the day? He. I did. I was uh, ro- having a romantic evening in the uh, the spa at our accommodation. I had the uh, the laptop propped up, and uh, yeah, the bubbles flowing. Um, girlfriend sound asleep on the uh, on the the bed. So I had a very yeah, love yeah. was in the air, well and truly. Great oh, uh, great Teddy performance. I just noticed a couple of times that they made a break down the right hand side and just refused to give it to Bateman for whatever reason. Rapana looked him off a number of times. So um, even to the point where I saw Bateman throw his hands in the air and roll his eyes. So it could be a bit of frustration there. Maybe it's something they'll work out during the week, but, yeah, you, you could be onto something. Interesting. So I reckon um, based on that, you're saying Cam Smith, sort of an avoid, go somewhere else, go another Storm player if you must. Um, but Teddy, lock and load? Yeah, absolutely. I think I'll be going back to the well for a third ton in three weeks. We just look prime for points. It's almost like a, a rest week for my boys for whatever reason. Uh, already the excuse is popping up. Love it. All righty, mate. Uh, Kalen Pong, your boy, will talk about trade-out options. Um, we mentioned right off the top, it was looking like a, a pretty reasonable play to go Ponga to Pappenhausen until he uh, decided to be rested for, for this game here. So that's thrown a little bit of a, a spanner in the works. I was checking this morning and Pap to or Ponga to, to Pap was, uh, I think, top three in the trades made for this week so far. So that'll be reversed very quickly. Um, with that in mind, is there is the Ponga trade out so urgent this week? And would you be recommending it um, based on some of the other options we could have here? Uh, no, I don't think I'll be looking at it. I had considered it thinking that Turbo might be an in. Um, and again, liking that matchup with the dogs, he had a 152 uh, off the top of my head, I think, earlier in the year in one of the few games that he did play. Um, so that was going to be something I was looking at. But considering he's not named again, I don't think I'm going to be um, booting Ponga uh, with the matchups that he has following this week. Uh, if he's back, from what I understand, they're just resting him this week after that hits uh, he got last week, rest the nose up, the clear up the moneymaker, and then um, he should be back um, they got a few guys back this week and, and looking to get some cohesion running into the finals, I think. So you've got to have your team out there. Yeah, that's it. So he's got um, Ponga after this. We'll have Dragons and Titans in his run home. So, I mean, the Titans are, are, have turned it around a bit. Dragons were pretty ordinary to get against our boys or my boys. So, um, yeah, I can see him sort of running a mark, freshened legs and all that sort of thing. And I, I think next week, he, if you are trading him out, I've got a couple of options here. Um, maybe we'll just talk quickly on well two of them really rts um i know you've talked about him a lot this year he's been had a bit of a down year but over the last three weeks he's gone huge so three round average of 97 and coming up a sharks team that gave up all those points to ponga last week uh 578k so you making 100 off this trade is uh an rts play just a absolute dart throw that you can see paying off it, it is. He's been really good the last couple of weeks, as you said, three-round average of 97, 98. But I think it's because he's such such a bad year. The Warriors have been a bit down, but they're starting to put things together. Um, they're making a very late run to the finals. I think they need to win all three of the remaining games and have a couple of other results go their way uh, in order to crack that 
top eight. Yeah. Um, I think he, um, Anton's Anton Poser on Twitter has been providing weekly updates on the mathematical <laughs> chances of the Warriors. Go. So uh, yeah, when it gets down get to those that mathematical wrong. chances, you're really struggling <laughs> to put a point across. But if anyone's going to be on top of it, it's going to be Anton. But yeah, he's been great at RTS, and, and so he's steering his team now on the field as well as off it. So I do like that as a play. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, who's he got following this week? Do you know? So he's got the Raiders, an afternoon game there, 2 o'clock. And then following that one, plays another afternoon game against Manly. So, I mean, we saw what he did against Parramatta on a dry track last week. And Parra are pretty good. So, I mean, I wouldn't be worrying too much about the quality of opposition there. But I no, really like the good. afternoon play. And the Raiders, I think, have been giving up 65 to 70 points per game to fullbacks all year. So they are a good matchup, regardless of what's on paper. Yeah, and what a pod play as well. I'll bring up his ownership in a moment, but um, a lot of people will now just be hanging on to Ponga. So it then sort of becomes RTS versus the Pong in the, the back half of the year. I think based on matchups and, and just the way that they can go, um, I mean, it might be closer than people think, particularly now that Ponga doesn't have the goal kicking with Lino there. I'm not sure for how much longer, but um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can sort of see the merit for this week and then the following two, I reckon, will probably be Closer Ponga edges him on on those matchups, so maybe a wasted trade if you've got to, um, to hold on to them. Well, but, that's um, it. We're getting to the end of the year where trades are starting to get really scarce. If you've got a few up your sleeve, then you could trade him out and bring him back in. Sure, go for it. But um, most of us will not have that many. One other option I had a left field one, Dylan Edwards. So five of his last six scores have gone sixty five plus. Just the two tries in that time as well. So been a lot of his um, ball playing and breaking the line as the Panthers have gone on their massive run. Um, gives you another Panther for this week, and uh, Edwards finishes with the Cowboys and the Dogs. So about 120-odd K cheaper than Kalen Ponga, so you're making a bit of money there. Um, I guess it's a it's a high-risk play because obviously he's not quite the, got the name value of a, a Ponga or an RTS, and there might be a lot of chefs in this Panthers kitchen but I don't know, I really liked him when uh, the Panthers were down last week. Weren't at their best and it was against the Broncos. He was one of the few shining lights. Uh, a couple of big runs from him there, obviously coming, feeding off the back of, of Nathan Cleary, who's in career best form. Panthers look um, on the charge. Uh, is this a, a left field play you'd be considering? It is. I, I really like the kid. I think he's got a lot of star talent. Um, but as you said, there's a lot of Panthers running around there. Yeah. yeah. So how many have we got? I got I backed Mansour. I think it was two weeks ago when we we're on the when I was on this pod. I backed Mansour to be the highest averaging center wing to finish the year. He's currently being trumped by Nofo, but um, enough of that. But the Panthers have a great run home, and um, you know the only downer is they play the Eels this week, and it's a really tough game, really tough matchup that Western Sydney derby, so to speak. So. Um, this week it probably is the wrong time to be targeted him, but he does have a good mm. run home. Interesting. And any other options? I've got one down here, uh, not a fullback, but if you manage to be able to flip uh, a Lomax down to, to fullback or if you have got another dual center wing fullback there, you could sneak in BMOS for this week. Uh, we just talked about how depleted the Knights are, a uh, guy that's going to be feeding off the back of James Tedesco. Uh, quiet week last week, so a few people will have, looked away from him but a sneaky bmos play for um possibly the run home depending on how you can then flip if, if you want to get ponga in back in um could be a play there so i mean he's got you guys this week the sharks following that 
and then the Rabbitohs in the the big derby to finish the year off. But a BMOS play after a down week, do you sense a bounce back coming? Yeah, mate. <laughs> All the Roosters should be targets this week. If you're playing in DFS, a Daily Fantasy or whatever, get on the, the Roosters. They should give us a towel in, I reckon. But, um, oh, you have little faith. Oh, it's it's just one of those things. I expect the worst. Enjoy the success. But, yeah, he's been really good. I, when you say he had a down week last week, you could say that about every rooster um, that wasn't Sonny Bill, couldn't you? He was the only one that had any <laughs> air coverage. Was there any? Was there another rooster on the park there? I didn't no. quite see it. But Teddy popped up once or twice, but, yeah, it was basically just, let's check out Sonny Bill clapping on the bench now. Yep, still doing <laughs> Remind me of the Simpsons episode where uh, Homer's um, part of the baseball team and Mr. Burns hires all the um, the professional players and he just sits on the sideline and Marge has got the camera on him waiting for him to do something. He turn away and he's like, tell me when your father stops scratching his butt. We'll tell you, Marge. Joy Arrow can play the guy who uh, needs to shave his sideburns. Oh, mate, Simpsons crossovers. Absolutely love it. But no, BMOs. Um, not Sonny Bill, like the play. Anyone else, any other left field dart throws if you're looking to move Ponger on, given his, his price? No, I can't really see it. I mean, you don't want to – fullback's one of the best positions we have. We've only got limited spots there. But, um, no, I think you just save the trade. That's what I'll be doing. Not a bad shout at all. All right, mate, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back to do the game-by-game game boom and busts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Alrighty, we're firing through this pod here, Lakey. Let's go through the game-by-games, uh, some of the team changes here and some of the booms and busts that we see over the weekend. I think I haven't actually gone back and seen how we've been going, but do you reckon some of your predictions when you've been on the pod have been uh, bang on? Are we about 50-50? I reckon about 50-50. We tend to remember the successes and forget the failures. But yeah, Certainly do. But yeah, I'd say we've, we've nailed a couple of them. Um, and then other times, as we, I think the first week... SJ didn't even play. One of us suggested him as a boom candidate and he pulled out of the game. So we um, we have been known to miss as well. 
Well, if you listened to last week's pod, I banged on about Liam Martin and he proceeded to hit about 40. So, uh, yep, my uh, predictions are in the water, but we'll see how we go here. Tigers and the Rabbitohs, interesting game here. Tigers, uh, a late comeback win last week. Bunnies, tough loss to the Storm there. Could be an interesting one here. For the Tigers, they are unchanged. Uh, so not much really to chat about. Nofo obviously had a massive stint there. Um, great matchup for him. The Bunnies are a little underdone in the, the back line here, so still could find... Some room to move. Harry Grant, if you've still got him, played out the full 80 despite Jacob Little being inside last week. Um, so interesting play. He wasn't too involved, though, so it didn't lead to much in the way of points. For the Bunnies, the opponents this week, Gagai returns in place of Jackson Paulo on the wing, and Tavita Totola is out. Liam Knight at prop and Jed Cartwright. Jed Cartwright's found his way to the Bunnies. There you go. Uh, Corey Allen, our boy, is at fullback as well. What are those teams doing for you there, mate? Any uh, Anything exciting for you? Battle of the Hookers should be good. Harry Grant v. Damian Cook. It's two of the young gun hookers of the competition. That should be a really good matchup. Um, I I think the Bunnies should get this one. Um, they've been playing good footy lately. They pushed Melbourne despite um, going down in the end, but say a lot better, sorry, a lot worse teams than um, the Rabbits have lost to Melbourne this year too. So they're in a good run of form. I think they'll put it to the Tigers this this week. Um, hopefully Murray can continue on. I think he's had a couple of decent games in a row, um, just looking towards getting back to his best, but it's been a down year for him too. Yeah, that's it. He's now, I guess, settled um, in that lock position as well, back where he prefers playing. Um, doing okay minutes-wise as well. He's still uh, still getting out there for the hour plus, which has been handy for him. 69 minutes low last week. But, um, yeah, interesting one there. Damien Cook, I reckon this will be a matchup he'll, uh, he'll be craving. The Tigers seem, they had a win, but then they come out and two of the players didn't even bother staying around. So after halftime, it's just like one step forward, two steps back for the Tigers. I don't, I don't get it. But, um, ninth place where they belong, basically. And, um, I don't know. I can see, uh, if we go into booms, I reckon Damien Cook. Um, he'll be having a big game. But a guy I reckon that'll uh, go large again is, is Norfo. So he's my um, out-and-out boom candidate for this week. I just really like the way he played, even in a tough matchup the couple of weeks prior to that, he was still finding the line. So I reckon he'll uh, come in field to do a lot of work against a, a tiring uh, Bunnies pack. In my bus, just because I couldn't really think of one, Cody Walker. Um, he's rocks and diamonds. He's had a lot of diamonds, so he's due a rock. Uh, that's my uh, high uh, quality analysis there. Any <laughs> I can't argue with that, mate. So I was going to pick Damien <laughs> Cook as my boom, and then you touched on him as well. So I think I really like that. Him and Nofo should be the, the superstars of this game. Um, for a bust, Dane Gagai, he's back in the side, and I reckon he returns to Rabbitohs Gagai instead of Maroons Gagai. Ah, interesting player. Well, Corey Allen, we've had him there. What do we reckon, actually? If you're going to have a prediction, what do you reckon, Corey Allen? Over under 50. I'm going to go over. I think um, the Rabbitohs have got gone a long way at including their fullback into their plays this year, obviously trying to get Luttrell uh, comfortable in the position, but they've kept up that play style over the last couple of weeks, Sands Luttrell, so I think Corey Allen will be heavily involved. Oh, tr- Ponga trader was right there in front of us this whole time. Big Corey Allen, welcome back to Supercoach. Well, we don't Much want to touch on the obvious ones. <laughs> Keep these ones for us. <laughs> Oh, mate, how good. Dogs and Manly following that 6 p.m. Friday game. Jake Avarillo and Luke Thompson are back in the side. So Kieran Foran, unfortunately, just cannot get a, a decent run of luck. He's gone with that peck injury, sees his year basically over. Um, 
Am I reading this right? Jaden Ockenbaugh returns on the wing He's with uh, Remus Smith and DWZ, replacing Marcelo Montoya and Kerrod Holland, uh, the mighty Kerrod Holland. They might steal their defensive line a bit there. Um, Thompson starts in the pack. Dylan Napa's gone for the remaining three rounds. Brandon Wakeham and Suwaso Su join the bench. There's always something going on at the dogs. There's always, I mean, they're not super coach relevant in the slightest, but there's always these random changes. I don't know if it does anything for their opponents coming up against them, all these chopping and changing. But, um, oh, Jade Nockenball, what a, what a story. Yeah, it's, it surprised me in the fact that he's now served his suspension from preseason. So this is the first time he's been allowed to play. Um, but yet we've seen Corey Harawira-Nara running around for a few weeks now. So the, the discrepancy in the suspensions, I I didn't realise that was the case. But if nothing else, Ockenbaugh should return for three weeks. He'll probably pump out a couple of 30s or 40s and he'll become a cheapy option for us in 2021. I see more 16s and 17s in his future. But um, for Manly, uh, the opponents had a bit of a horrible loss last week, should have won that game. Abbas Miski replaces George Tafua. His uh, season is unfortunately done with a calf injury. Kate Cuss returns in place of Josh Schuster at 5'8". Um, the big one here, you mentioned uh, captaincy option at the start of the pod, DCE. So still no Turbo, still no Ruben Garrick, so he's going to keep kicking goals. Um, this looks like a game he should be going absolutely large in, but, you know, he's, he's got a weird down week in him. So he had a 20 a couple of weeks ago. But um, you reckon basically everything points to a, a ton for DC here? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. When I recommended him last week, I was thinking like an 80 or a 90, and he just blitzed it. Uh, set up four tries. He was kicking goals. It just being the superstar that he can be on his day. You touched on that 20 he had a couple of weeks ago. That was against Melbourne. So, again, mm. um, they got towed up, and they really kept him quiet. So I can forgive him that. Um, but, yeah. This one I would expect 100, and I think he'll get there. And your bust for this week, mate? Ooh, Hopper, again. Been struggling of late, not doing too well, so I think he maybe just has another quieter one. Yeah, interesting, mate. I've gone the opposite, so I've gone Hopper. Um, I talk about him every bloody pod, never actually buy him, but um, I reckon Hopper, he's, he's had a couple of down weeks here. The dogs haven't got much going for them. He's been uh, weirdly uninvolved, so I don't know. I reckon something might spark him. Here. It needs to pull his finger out, and I reckon he might do it. Um, is he coming up against his brother? I didn't actually check that. Is Albert Hopawati in the side? No. Yes, he is. He's playing on oh. the wing. Oh, I missed his name. There you go. I reckon uh, big brother of his little brother there. They might a um, bit, uh, bit of spice to this game here uh, that doesn't mean much else. And the bust, geez, I don't, I don't know. Um, Marty Tapao. Is he... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's just been his minutes haven't gone anywhere. He's been a bit flat. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think the the dogs will muscle up around him. So I'd see him hitting probably a fifty or so. Yeah, Marty uh, was very flat last week, and he got saved by uh, a late pass, uh, try assist, line break assist to um, Turbo Jerbo, uh, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and I think the week before that he, he fed the ball to AFB at the line as well. I mean, it just can't keep happening. So without those uh, without those big point plays, he might uh, slip back a little. I think he might hear Penrith and the Eels, mate. Um, talk us through some of the changes. Oh yeah, not huge things at the uh, either really. So minor changes that you would expect. Isaiah Yao is back in after his rest from concussion, um, so he returns at lock. Moses Leode has gone to the bench and Kurt Capewell. 
he came on and played pretty well, jagged a try, but he's been cut from the side altogether down to the resis. Uh, for their Eels, Andrew Davies back, replacing Murata and the Okore on the bench. Um, Reed Mahoney looked all but gone last week. He was really struggling with a shoulder injury, but got some miracle juice into him, and he's been named to start again. So minor changes from either side. It should be a cracking game. I was a little um, disappointed in the Panthers last week. Obviously had um, high expectations coming in, given their opposition. Um, I'm not sure whether to put it down to the Panthers just being a bit flat. They've gone, what is it, 11 games now without a loss. So one's absolutely due if we we know this game of rugby league. But do you think it was more a case of, of them being poor or maybe the Broncos were surprisingly better last week? A little bit of both. I think I wrote in one of my in my article last week that um, the Broncos had a bit of an injection of talent. Payne Haas was back and he was leading them from the front. He's always been really good against the strong packs and he did. He played a really good game. Um, so I think it, it could have been the Broncos that came out against the you know NRL's first place team and were up for the fight, whereas the Panthers walked out onto Suncorp expecting a win and they just played down to their opponent. So it could have been a bit of an evening. Hmm. And they haven't travelled a lot as well this year, Penrith. So they've uh, I think gone up to uh, Queensland once before That's that. Right. They played the was Titans. That, that was I think that was their first game out of New South Wales. If I'm I think they played the Titans up at Seabus for one week, and I think that was their first foray outside of, of New South Wales. And go. they were flat in that game as well against the Coast in the afternoon one. So maybe the extra travel yeah. in the legs might have... The travel's, the travel's getting to them this year. They've got to watch <laughs> out for the end of the season. Lucky none of those Queensland teams will be in it. Be. Oh, you never know. Every other team could get done for salary cap, mate, and the Cowboys could uh, Bradbury their way through. Still holding out hope for that one. Um, boom and a bust for you, mate. Um. It's hard to go past Cleary, but as I'll, I'll go with Mansour. I'm going to ride him to the death. I really like his run home. He's been getting more involved. and He's not a known try scorer, but he's been getting across the line of, a few lately. Um, and for the bust, I think Parramatta hold Api Coruscant relatively quiet. Mm, okay. What do you see for Coruscant sub-50? Yeah, he's had a couple of those sorts of games lately. So, I, you know, 50 to 55 would be his ceiling, I think, this week. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah, it should be a cracker. They'll both hopefully bring the best out of each other. Uh, my boom is, is Nathan Clear. Every time I say he won't go large, he invariably does. So I see more of the same for him. Bust, just reverse psychology. Liam Martin, you embarrassed me last week. Um, so you're my bust. So hopefully that triggers something for you, champion. Dragons and Raiders. Um, hoodoo side here dragons a few changes here after um somehow going down to one of the worst teams in the competition um not really overly fantasy relevant cody ramsey we saw him in the nines absolutely carve up he was uh the story of that week um he was a had a pretty good time of it there he makes his debut replaces rubber lava on the wing kate ellis and paul vaughan start a prop josh kerr blake laurie go back to the bench uh i guess the big or the most relevant one uh, left standing in that Dragons is, is Zach Lomax and, and Cam McInnes, who had his, his best game for quite some time over the, the week. He had a, a line break and a, a quite a few busts, heap of tackles, just more of the same for Cam McInnes, who'd been a bit down. So good to see from him. Um, but yeah, Zach Lomax, he, he sparked something there on that, that right edge. So I think, um, probably tougher opposition this week. But, um, again, Lomax this year is set and forget, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's, not yet given us a reason to trade him out. So keep holding him until he does. 
Their opponents, the Raiders, no changes to their 17. So thankfully, good news for any Josh Papali owners there. He's been named after shaking off that um, nasty-looking shoulder injury from last week. He uh, got taken off about half an hour in and didn't make it back. So scan results were better than expected for him. And he's straight back into the lineup. Um, but yeah, we, we talked a bit about him. John Bateman not getting the ball last week. Not sure what it was. Uh, what the go was there, just not being uh, fed much quality ball on attack. But this week against the Dragons, they were pretty shaky uh, coming up against the Cowboys last week, uh, particularly down that that right edge where, where Bateman will play. Uh, we saw Scott Drinkwater feed Kyle Felt a la the 2015 grand final. I can see a, a similar sort of flick pass from John Bateman here if he can get the ball, but I guess that's the big question. Mate, the way that Rapana denied him last week, if Bateman gets the ball, he's not looking to his outside. He's going inside. <laughs> uh, even better. Even better for us, mate. Well, speaking of Bateman, he's my boom. So I didn't, um, I backed him in for a, a big turnaround here last week. He still went pretty good, but, um, I can see an attacking stat or two in his game here coming up against the drags and my bust just because I've, yeah, got to do it now. Makes Wenin too happy, as we said. Jack Whiten, down week for him. Here. Actually, do you own Whiten as well, or is it nah, uh, Stylesy yeah, I'm thinking of? Um, Benny jumped on, I think. Ah, there you go. Like a, like a love there. Uh, boom and a bust for you, mate. Uh, I like McInnes to repeat his efforts last week. He, as you said, he's had a couple of down weeks, but he really led the team last week. I saw a, a minimal of the game, but um, one of your boys tried to burrow over from dummy half, and McInnes was the man there to hold him up. So it looks like he's putting his best foot forward. And they've got the new coach now that he needs to try and impress. Um, and for my bust, I'm going to go with Jared Croker. He's in my team for whatever reason, and he sucks butt. So <laughs> continue doing it. I mean, he is due, but in terms of Raiders' backline, they've all been a bit poor this year, but none more so than than big Jared Croker. Oh, he, he has fallen off the wagon big time. But um, no, don't mind those calls there. Um, big Queensland derby at the Gold Coast here. Titans and the Broncos should be a, a decent game. Bo Firma stays at centre this week after coming on the field for Brian Kelly, another disaster for me last week, um, who's out with an ankle injury. Corey Thompson joins the side on the wing. Fodawaker, uh, he's back in... On the, in the starting pack for Jamin Jolliffe, who also is out with an ankle sprain. Uh, the wild child, Keegan Hipgrave, starts in the second row and Jai Whitbread joins the bench. Um, yeah, Fodawaker turned it around a little bit last week, had a, a pretty handy run, but um, had fallen away a little bit there. But uh, I guess the, the big question for me, and a lot of people are now carrying this guy, potentially was a play if he was at um, second row, but... A guy like Bo Firma, does he move from potential play to AE Nightmare given he's still out in the centres? Yeah, he's been basically an AE Nightmare all year. He had him on the second game of his career and pulled out a really good score and a lot of people jumped on. But since then, he's been, you know, ceiling of 30, hasn't he? It's just if you're owning him, you're pulling your hair out every time he gets named. Yeah, I mean, last week was okay at a 57. I think he had a, a, an attacking stat in there when he was playing at centre. But, um, I mean, yeah, without it, he's uh, he's struggling a bit there. He had a try, I should say, um, where Brian Kelly was, uh, yeah. lo and behold. So, yeah. I guess the saving grace for owners and for him this week is he is playing the Broncos. They're, they're not a good opposition at the moment and they have been letting a lot of points in. So he could jag another attacking stat. Oh, we've stitched him up because he got a 72 against the Dragons the week before that. He had that ball, go. that basketball um, pass over the top there to um, to get a, a late attacking stat there. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's been less base and more um, those sort of lucky little 
little plays there from him. But um, anyway, the Broncos have been pretty luckless this year. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be playing him just because you could see a 30 quite easily here. And at this stage of the year, you need guns, not uh, not that sort of nightmare. But um, if you're, I guess he's playing midweek. So if you're worrying about... Um, you know, VCing a Teddy and having an AE nightmare or something like that. You could um, could just keep a close eye on him and see where his score lands if he's only your only real AE nightmare candidate, I guess. Uh, Broncos, our favourite team. Jordan, Ricky, and Jamil Hopawati are out suspended. They've had a million of those this year. Alex Glenn starts in the second row. Ben Teo moves to the bench. Xavier Coates and Joe Offerhengao join the interchange. Um, so what's what's doing there for the Broncos for you, mate? Are you keeping an eye on a lot the likes of Katoni Staggs potentially, who's um, yeah featured in the highlight reels despite the Broncos being pretty poor? Yeah, he's one of the only guys who's getting it done. Keeps putting on long range tries. He stiff armed Josh Mansour into next week, um, and brutal. It was nasty. It was nasty. And even Josh Mansour retweeted it during the week. He was that impressed. But yeah, Staggs has been really good, and he's. For when they are getting across the line, Stags is the one potting goals. So he's got a nice safe base scoring him. Um, Payne Haas is another one to look at. You know, 90% of the competition will have him, but when he missed those two weeks, a lot traded him out. Now we're looking to get him back in. You've got to do it if you're anywhere near the top. Other than that, nothing jumps out, nothing grabs me. I saw um, Green during the week say um, that Jordan Rickey is more than capable of fit, filling. Day for feeders boots when he goes to the Titans next year. Um, and he started that off by getting suspended. So he's right in that. <laughs> oh, doesn't that just absolutely sum up the year for them? Pat Carrigan, an interesting one, I guess. He had uh, 72 minutes last week, not quite the 80 there. Uh, with the bench, uh, the makeup of that bench, probably rather similar, though you got Xavier Coates there. Uh, Pretty depleted forward pack. Does he move up to the 80-minute mark where he's um, – not that he's been – he had a 70 last week anyway, all base as usual, but um, is he another just safe option? He is. He's been one of the best buys of the year, I think. He started that very low to um, mid-range type player and he's been a guy I can't trade out for the simple fact that mm. he just keeps getting it done. The only games down games he's had all year is when he's got concussed um, or – or Sinbin. Um, so, yeah, he's another one. What, captain at the Broncos now, and he's showing it on the field. Yep. No, I think in a probably a week where there's a lot of rocks and diamonds sort of options here, he'd probably be one of the safer players for the season. So, now I'd see uh, nothing wrong with playing him this week against the Titans. Um, anything else before we go on, mate? Booms and busts for you this week for Titans-Broncos? No, nah, that just about covers it for the minute. Cool. Boom for you. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to go Fotu again. He looked dangerous coming back from his week off. Um, so I guess it's more a hopeful play for me. I'm an owner, so right. hoping he can jag another big score. He looked really good. Yeah, 83, huge. Yeah, it was massive. And a bust, Jesus. Again, throw a dart. Ash Taylor, I'll go Ash Taylor. He's been awful. Um He's still the main playmaker there, but he's getting overshadowed by Jamal Fogarty um, and Taylor's just not putting any points on the board. So it's good to see him running around again. As I said earlier in the year, he's got over his um, mental health demons. Um, But, yeah, he's just not putting together any super coach scores. 
Yeah, fair call. Uh, Boom for me, you mentioned him as, as being a left-field captaincy option, but AJ Brimson, he's been toweling up some pretty weaker defensive sides over the last couple of weeks. Um, had a few decent runs last week, but didn't have as massive a game as I thought against the Dogs here. But um, against the Broncos, the uh, old local derby here, I can see him going pretty large. They might drop off a few of uh, his runs and bust without shadow of a doubt. Big dubs. Easy. Absolutely uh, no faith in him. He's he's turned it around somewhat in uh, the Supercoach stakes over the last couple of weeks, but um, we already had a 51 last week. But uh, I'm hoping for a vintage Darbs performance, one last one to see out the year. Roosters are knights, so your boys. That will be, a, uh, as we said, a bit of a tough challenge for them here with all the outs they've got. For the Roosters, Jake Friend returns at hooker in place of Freddie Lussick in the tricolours only change. So more of the same for them. Uh, SBW still riding that pine, so interested to see if he builds off his uh, teenage minutes there. And for the knights, uh, well, we've covered a few of these changes, but Ponga and Barnett, they're both the, uh, the top-line, top-news players who have been rested for this week. Um, so hopefully, as you said, Pongat will be back fit and firing. Barnett, it's more of a sternum problem for him. So pain management was the uh, the term thrown around when he first copped that knock a couple of weeks ago. So hopefully he's uh, feeling better as the, the week progresses into next week. Sunday game, I think you guys are playing in the that round 19. So a bit of a longer turnaround. Hopefully they're both fit and firing. And a, a billion other changes here. Tex Hoy starts at fullback. SAS at lock. Edric Lee, uh, Queenslander Edric Lee, replaces Heimel Hunt, who's been also rested on the wing. And Daniel Safidi returns via the bench. So unfortunately rules him out as an option there suspect uh, if you were hoping for a late season charge from decife that might just put the brakes on to that one there uh so you're back you, you were messaging me off the side there you had some uh assume fatherly duties to attend yeah. to while i uh, <laughs> talked about your boys yeah i just had to run and put dinner on for the kids as you home Ooh, so, nice. so run off and do that but yeah as a step back in um dan Safidi is back as I said earlier in the pod, the boys, we finally locked up a final spot. It's the first time in something like eight or nine years. So it'll be um, a bit of resting the injured guys, the Pongers, the Barnetts, making sure they're 100% leading into that postseason and getting the runs in the legs of Sofides and um, what did I say last time? Sione Katoa's running around out there. <laughs> <clears throat> so making sure they're all at 100%. So tr- trying to get the team up to full strength before we head into our postseason charge. Fair call, mate. It's exciting times for me. Very happy to see you there. Uh, the boom for me for this game, Teddy, without a, a shadow of a doubt. The only risk would be if they do run up a score and he gets a, a bit of a rest. They haven't done that so far this season, but um, you'd imagine foot to the throat, though. The Roosters won't be uh, won't be mucking around here. So, um, yeah, definitely a game he should be primed for. And my bus, no surprises, SBW. Well, I don't know. If you can get 20 minutes out there, you might throw a couple more offloads there. But, um, yeah, just more uh, – made the, the game 32 million or something somehow. Uh, someone's come up with that number there. So, while well, he's uh, got the the, money's, uh, the money flying around, he doesn't quite have the super coach points. So, more of the same for him. What about you? Yeah, I like Dave Clemmer as a boom. He's been quietly putting together another really solid season. Um, and the pack is getting a little bit more um, – crowded but without some of their better you know their pongers and barnets and whatnot there dave clemmer's gonna have to stand up and lead this side as best he can um the only thing that's going to hold him back is when the roosters put 40 on us and we actually just watching them kick conversions so that'll be the only thing that holds him back 
for the bust, I'm going to go Kurt, man. He's been playing really well all year. <laughs> um, I've just been waiting for him to bust and he hasn't done it. But without Ponga um, drawing the attention away from him, I think he could struggle a little bit. Yeah, interesting there. Uh, I know you, uh, I don't know if I can trust your word on Kurt, man, after the start of the year. But um, anyway, he's due a bad game, as you said. So maybe this is the week here. Storm and Cowboys game of the round, surely. Uh, four o'clock Sunday afternoon up at uh, sunny Sunshine Coast. Storm, obviously the big out for them, Ryan Pappenhausen. He's been rested for this one. So no one really saw that one coming, but uh, definitely just keeping the team a bit fresh as they go through this training run on Sunday. Um Suliasi Vunavali returns on the wing for Isaac Lumi Lumi. Nico Hines shifts it to fullback there. He's been a bit of a revelation as well this this year for them. They just somehow keep churning him out. Naz Sofa Solomona starts back a prop for the suspended Christian Welsh. And Big Riley Jacks replaces Chris Lewis on the interchange. So, yeah, I mean, they're shuffling some players around, but these are a good, solid uh, players that they've got filling in for them. So, see, nothing but a, a massive storm win here. So, it'll be... Um, Tough watch, but you just never know. And for the Cowboys, well, Gavin Cooper's been named to start at the second row with Tom Gilbert switching to the bench in our only change. So you don't mess with a winning formula. But, um, geez, Gavin Cooper, did you see that cut he had going? Yeah, mate, he seems to have one every week. Isn't he just playing with the old um, headband on at the moment? Oh, yeah, he certainly is. He's just got that scar tissue in the face that, um, yeah, unfortunately won't heal for another five years after he retires. But, very, um... very punchable face, that man. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, nothing uh, of much super coach relevance to the cows there. I didn't did notice that Val Holmes, who had a, a massive game last week, he's about three hundred and sixty odd k. So I mean, he's he's hidden away on the wing there for for some time, and um, yeah, hasn't had a fantastic year on the park until last week. But um, yeah, it could be good news for next season anyway, when we're obviously premiership material. Oh yeah, that's exactly right. Once you get all your troops back on the, the field, you could be pushing up to that tenth and eleventh spot. <laughs> Can't take that ninth spot off the Tigers. <laughs> no. Won't do that for them, mate. Uh, your boom and your bust for this game? Uh, I like Munster. He's come back from that knee injury, and I thought he was going to probably ease into things, but done anything but. He had an, you know, an 80 score, 78 or something last week, and just about that the week before. So playing very well. And as you said, this is a, a, going to be a bit of a carve up if everything goes to script, so he should be well involved. Who do you like? Uh, I don't know, like Adokar, well, I did like him up until sort of um, Pappenhausen was still named or was expected to be named because Adokar and Olam and the Pap have been a pretty lethal combination out on that left edge over the last couple of rounds. It's really been clicking and I expect more of the same. Mm. But, yeah, maybe it's now Munster that just feeds him the ball rather than the Pap. So in one way or another, he's getting across the line, you'd imagine. So I'll stick strong with him. Uh, was possibly going to flirt with the idea of captaining him, but I don't think I will just with that um, possible risk we do actually turn up here. So maybe Munster's more of a safe play. My bust would be uh, Hamiza, unfortunately. Just, yeah, I mean, he's a highlight reel kind of player, but he's just getting ragdolled out there at the moment. So good luck if they run. Um, it'll be silly Arcee running up against him this week. So it could be a, a tough stretch for him. AE nightmare stuff. Yeah, and I'll stick with Cam Smith for reasons stated earlier. Mm, very interesting play there. Maybe you might even get a rest in this one and see how they go. Final round, mate. We're going to clear the hour mark. How good. Sharks and Warriors. Sharks, as we mentioned, Sean Johnson back at halfback. Chad Townsend suspended. Do you agree? Uh, yes. I think he should have been uh, cited at the very least. 
Yeah. Mm, I can imagine there was a few uh, choice words being thrown his way after you saw your boy flattened on uh, on Friday night. But it was about 6.30 on Friday afternoon. The kids were still up, so I had to bite the tongue. But, yeah, mm. I, I did message a couple people. Some <laughs> Choice words. Yeah. Wade Graham also out suspended. Uh, your boy, Sione Katoa, replaces Bryson Goodwin on the wing. Connor Tracy, my boy, replaces <laughs> Braden Trindle at 5'8". Uh, we haven't got all the names right so far this year, but uh, those are two of the favourites I've had. You saying Sione Cattell was a by last of your nights last yeah. week and me banging on about Connor Tracy, the prop, for about half an hour before you stopped me. <laughs> I was <laughs> running through the notes trying to figure out which, who I'd missed. <laughs> Talakai starts in the second row and pretty welcome news uh, for any owners who've hung on to him there. No longer coming off the bench or being stuck at centre. So hopefully another big minute game for him. Jack Williams and Andrew Fafida. Jack Williams, Benny G's boy. They're all here. They're all here. Andrew Fafida. is our team. Andrew Fafita joins the bench as well. Uh, SJ, he's he's obviously been moved on, I'd imagine, over the last couple of weeks when he's been uh, just continuously missing. Could be a very, as you said, interesting place coming up against the former club here. Might be uh, primed for a big game, but um, I don't know. It's a, it's a very risky move, I think, for, for a couple of reasons. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the bigger one for me there's probably more, more relevant these days, Talakai in the second row. Does um, that sway your opinion of, for him? Would you be playing him this week if you owned? I think I would. You can play him in the center wing, which goes a lot to both boosting his um, potential. So a nice solid second row play in the center wing is gold. Um, so, yeah, absolutely lock him in. And for the Warriors, uh, George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro are back after having to sit out last week's game with Para. Um, Jared Beal and Josh Cohen dropping out at the 17th, so nothing overly super coach relevant there. Um, big one for me last week as an owner was Torhu Harris getting 80 minutes, um, possibly due to Jazz Tavanga getting sin-binned. Um, definitely helped. They moved Torhu to the middle there to cover him, so a bit of a boost for Torhu and his usual points. But, um, yeah, anything else in this game here before you close out boom and bust? No, it's just... You mentioned Jazz's sin binning, which the NRL have come out and said that was wrong, but mm. he still played, I think, 64 minutes, so it didn't really affect his game time, uh, 54 minutes even. But it's that's sort of around where he's been getting um, of, of recent weeks. So um, what it hurt is the super coach reduction in his score, but for his game time itself, it didn't change much. So I think Tohu just came out and played a big game. Mm. Yeah, definitely helping. I mean, it's good signs if that's any indication of what Jazz's minutes could have been. That looked like um, 60-plus before that sin bidding, but um, it always sort of throws it into disarray. We'd need uh, the maestro Wilfred Z to come and explain it all to us. But um, anyway, hopefully he uh, stays out of the referee's sight this week. Um, poor Warriors. I think they had, what, two or three tries put on him in that time. So one of the unluckiest sides. But um, anyway, fingers crossed, better times ahead for them. My boom, mate, I've... Called him out, Jazz Tavang. I reckon he's going to have a big game here. Uh, be fired up after obviously getting incorrectly binned last week. Um, again, he's just been on a tear, so I reckon he'll outscore Torhu here. And I had him down as a bust, but uh, maybe I'm going to change the mind here. I had CSF Italikai originally before the team lists were dropped. Uh, but how about just Andrew Fafita? That's a very easy one. Surely I can't get that one wrong. He's it's a bust. been a bust on the year. What a so deal. Probably... Fall from... 
Four from relevance. Anyway. Yeah, you say we, we sort of spruced him as a one to watch at the start of the season. He's one of our um, fallen guns, if you will, but just can't get over injury at the moment, can't get anything going. And say this is probably his, what, third or fourth game in the last couple of months even. So mm. uh, huge fall from grace. Absolutely, mate. Who are you going? Uh, I like SJ. I love it. Um, a revenge game. So SJ for me against his old club. And um, for the bust, yeah, I'm going to go to RTS. Let's say just a down week. Not not that he's going to be an out-and-out bust, but he's been averaging close to 100 and I don't think we can expect it to continue. Yeah, so what's a bust for him? I'm thinking like 60. So it still mean a solid game. Yeah. Um, maybe set one up. Or, yeah, as you said, get over himself, but nothing too crazy for him this week. Yeah, which I guess means he'd be a wasted trade if you're moving Ponga out for him. It's your call. So, yeah, you put your balls on the line a little bit more than I did with that Andrew Fafita call there. <laughs> anyway, we'll see where we land up there. Mate, it's been a good pod, early one. Uh, 5.30 on the dot. You've got to go uh, make sure you're not burning the house down, make sure the kids are fed and watered. Um, but, yeah, you're also doing teams analysis for wedding, so absolute double duties while I'll be at the pub shortly. No, that's all right, mate. So he asked me to do it knowing you'd be at the pub because it'd actually be mumbled if it came out of you. <laughs> I just copied the NRL fantasy one like I've uh, <laughs> done for this pod here. Easy. I uh, love it, mate. Anyway, thank you very much, Lakey. Um, couple of rounds to go. So, uh, yeah, business end of the year. So looking forward to it. Uh, best of luck for the week and we'll chat to you next time. Sounds good, mate. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.